you. <laughs> right, let's clap. All right, ready? One, two, three. Clap. Now, what, <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure it out. Um, well, we'll just do we'll do some introductions first. If people come in, they come in. I'll just leave the door open. Um, my name is Joe. I'm the dungeon master for You Mean the Tavern podcast. Hey, everybody! Thanks for coming. Thanks Why for don't coming. you have them introduce themselves? There's six of them. I think we can get through it. We, we can do that. Time. No, we can totally. Yeah. Let's do ours first, and then we can go around. Whatever. All right, we'll Brian. I'm Brian Oxer. I'm Carl with the K. I'm a paladin and a sorcerer. Supreme. Hi, I'm Victoria Rogers. I am normally found on the broadswords, but I'm here today playing Lily Patter, a warlock who is a librarian, and she's about 70 years old. Don't cross her and don't make a lot of noise. <laughs> We're very excited to have Victoria here. Thank you for having me. Uh, Chris Jamal Tinsley, Durf Turf Toe. Half elf. I didn't say any of that until I didn't say the first part. So if this is supposed to be going in, it didn't. Uh, I'll figure it out. This is set in the past. So if you're caught up with the podcast, this is a little bit further. Or this is going to be a totally separate thing from the main story. (laughs) All right. In the Arcane Tower sits an enormous library and study area for students and researchers to do their work. Bookshelves that reach up to the ceiling line the walls of the round room, a huge oak tree in the center of it all, where classrooms are held inside its trunk at different levels, surrounded by platforms and wooden steps. On the main floor, a beefy orc artificer and his gnome companion sit at a long, cracked oak table, staring down... It's good, man. Do you... Staring down... Actually, I need one, too. (laughs) I got one. I got one. I'm good. It's exactly like this. Okay, staring down at a two-tiered chessboard that sits between them, and three familiar figures, our heroes, Tug, Durf, and Carl. Um, We do have a couple people who haven't listened, so why don't you introduce your characters and what they look like? Brian. Uh, Carl is a mid-20-ish, uh, all-American human, average in every way. <laughs> all-American human from Euphoria. <laughs> exactly. Let's go. I need to stop flipping my mic off. Yeah. And moving it like this, actually. We, we are recording. <laughs> Fucking yes. Durf. Durf. Turf toe. Uh, half-elf druid. Looks like... Mm, me. Uh, um, <laughs> inspiration for the character was uh, a little guy named this guy. So <laughs> this is what he looks like, and he's wearing right now wearing turtle armor. So with uh, you know he's covered covered in turtles right now, and a cloak and a helm of the elk, which is a helm with elk horns. Tug Mugbar. He's a monk. He wears effectively what I'm wearing exactly to a T. And he's shorter by about two or three inches. He's a halfling. Yep. He's the tallest halfling on earth. <laughs> but only dong, what, whatever. He's only dong height. <laughs> he's only dong height. Carl dong height. Well, I only hang out with people the height of Shaquille O'Neal. So <laughs> it's reflective of my entire life. Hashtag dongs. Hashtag face. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> uh, this, this orc artificer across the table uh 
looks smug as he moves a tower piece on the chessboard from the top level to the bottom. He crosses his arms and he narrows his eyes and he says, Check. What's your move? Who the fuck's playing? You three and the orc and the gnome. Um. <laughs> What's funny is I didn't have my mic on when I said who the fuck's playing. <laughs> so. Good. I need to stop um, flipping it off. What's your move, Derek? He said check. You're probably running the game, would be my guess. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, King E1. Give me a, an intelligence <laughs> check, please. Intelligence? Yep. Yeah, so why am I here? Uh, natural one. <laughs> um, you, you actually move pawn to D6. Okay. And it sets uh, Nero up perfectly for a checkmate. Nice. And suddenly, a familiar voice jolts at you out of your seat as it breaks the quiet of the library. A small rat is rushing across the tabletop, wavering left and right as it carries the weight of a glowing black burf. Hey, Durf! Hey, Durf! Durf! Check this out! Give me a perception check. He's carrying a glowing black what? A book? Book. Like you said, what I'm pretty I sure you said black just now. <laughs> burf? Burf. <laughs> glowing black I'm nervous. Burf. It's a book. <laughs> you said perception check. 20 not natural. <laughs> 20 not natural. Um, as Eugene gets closer, Eugene, your rat companion, gets closer, you can make out the title on the binding of the book. And it says, The Wild Hunt. Cool. He rushes forward, but he fails to see one of the many cracks and splinters of the wood, and before it's too late, both the rat and the book are tumbling forward. Wham! The book slams against the chessboard as it bursts open, and chess pieces are scattered across the wood. Nice. I was just about to win. (laughs) (laughs) Eugene tumbles forward, unable to stop his own trajectory towards the humming book. Holy shit! Before you even realize what is happening, it's too late. The rat is sucked inside its glowing pages before it shuts with a snap. What do you do? Open the book. Any of you. you all three there, you see this happening. Tug can't read, so he's he approaches the book 0%. <laughs> Canonically true. Um, <laughs> I will open the book. You open the book. You flip through the pages. There is only a single thing on the first page, and it is a picture... Uh, is my baby on the screen? No. Picture of your child. We're talking about Eugene or the rat. It is a picture of a dark forest. Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you. With no words. That's it. That's that's what's on the first that's page. That's what's on the first page. Durf no. will check the second page. There's nothing on the second. <laughs> Grab page. a pen. It's like Harry Potter. <laughs> Is, is there anything on any of the pages? Tug nope. attempts to write just his name first, into the book. Just the first Can I do like an arcane Tug writes his check. name into the book. Okay, you do it. There, now Tug's name is in the book. Can, can I do a Whatever, small uh, check of some sort? For what? On the book. Because see if it's magic or something. It's obviously a weird book. It's a glowing black book. Is the book on the table? Tug reaches into the forest. I'm going to do an arcana check. 11. Yeah, uh, it's magical book. Tug, re- Tug reaches into the forest. Guys, Can I reach into the forest? Guys, the book is magic. You reach your hand in and you hit pages. Nothing happens. Where's the librarian? We <laughs> obviously we obviously need Wait, it. Honestly, so did you say Eugene fell into the book? He got sucked yes. into the book, dog. Damn. Um, Tug opens the book, sets it on the floor, and tries to jump in. <laughs> you attempt to blue skidoo your way into this book. Did anybody get that reference? No. Blue Skadoo Weekend 2? No? 
Blue's Clues? Oh, Damn I, it. I thought that, that was going to hit had friends, so hard. It's cool. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, you just leap right on top of the book. Nothing happens. Librarian! <laughs> Sorry. We lost our rat. And this little old lady uh, with with gray hair pulled up into a very tight bun comes over. But interestingly enough, while she's quite petite um, and elderly, she comes striding over very briskly, um, stern look on her face, dressed in green leather armor. Ugh. Not this again. Don't you ever learn? I just point at Tug. No. Durf says, I don't think this has ever happened to me before. Okay, so what fell in there? What are you trying to get? My my friend the rat, Eugene. Eugene? Who was bringing me the book very excitedly. He was quite a flutter, and then he fell into the book. Right. Well, I suppose you want to get your rat friend out. Correct. Okay. Hold on a moment. And she she reaches into uh, a pouch at, at her belt, and she doesn't do that actually at all because it's not necessary so instead <laughs> instead she she twirls her fingers around and mutters a few words and things like her sight begins to to change and morph and sorry joe who has that um i believe brian we talked a little bit before this if you can't tell. i think it's brian Carl. 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 Yeah. Carl. Thanks. So she looks straight at Carl. You have a bag with beans. <laughs> Book A does. Yeah. <laughs> May I see it, please? <laughs> I reach down into my pants because that's where I keep my bag of beans, clearly. We are fucking children. (laughs) Very damp bag. (laughs) It's hot in here, okay? And hold it out. Okay, do me a favor and dump that the contents of the beans onto the table, please. Like a bunch of them fall out. It's just one in there, and finally pops out, but it's very. Moist. Well, it's a moist purple bean, and she points at it. Okay, that put into the book. Okay. And then close it. Okay. Can I, ha- can I have the book, guys? I hand him the book. Take my mo- wet bean and just... Drop it in there. This this is going to be very messy. I hope I'm not going to be charged for damaging this book. We'll be fine. And I slash. You hear a. That's the noise that a, that's the this, noise that a bean in a book that's makes. The, it's exactly the <laughs> yes, a magical book. Um, and as you open the book once more, 
you can see the forest leaves on the image uh, moving with the wind. There's also some beanage around it. Beanage? Correct. Tug like jumps into the book. Bean plants? Bean juice, yes. Bean juice. Tug, Tug jumps into the book. Beanage. Tug, as you... He did, he did say beanage. Did say beanage. 100% said beanage. beanage. Uh, Tug, you leap into the book and it shrinks you and sucks you inside. Right Bang. before everyone's eyes. Kirk wins. Uh, Derf follows without asking if that is an appropriate course of action. Okay. <laughs> you guys uh, going? I hold the book up to the librarian. Well, I need to make sure it comes back, I guess. And I step into the book. Gracefully. And I had to lay it, lay it down on the ground, and then I, I dive in. Okay. All right. The four of you uh, are transported from the arcane tower into this book, and the world spins for a moment before you find yourself face first. Well, three of you are probably face first. I'll say that Lily gracefully lands on her tippy toes Mm -hmm. amongst a thick forest of dark pine, a rough trail leading north and south further into the woods. Birds sing among the trees as a calm wind breathes through the trees, through the pines. What do you want to do? Durf, use your nature. That's what I was going to say. Durf does like a, a nature check to see if this is some, I don't know. Okay. Special, yeah. special nature. Give me one. 20, not natural. Um, so this is a forest. This is the very fantastical forest. Uh, there are trees and kind of uh, natural things that you've never come into contact before. Um, and you search, you, you rolled a 20. You search around a little bit uh, with your with your elf, your good elf vision. And you see on the forest floor that there are large hoof prints um, that seem like they come from a horse or some kind of equestrian creature. And suddenly, you hear a strange voice from the heavens above, and as you look up through the trees, you can see parts of bold white letters beginning to form in the sky. Once upon a time, there were four companions whose fate brought them into the deepest corner of the forest— They sought out their lost rodent friend. Little did they know that they, too, would soon be sought after. And you hear the sound of a distant blaring horn that cuts through the air. And another scream come from the brush as Eugene bursts through. Derf, run! He races forward forward towards you as fast as his little legs can carry him. What do you do? Oh, run. Tug elects to run. Okay. I, well, Eugene's running towards me. Yes. I'm going to snatch him up because I'm a faster runner than he is. Okay. And then I'm going to run. Okay. What are you guys doing? I'll run. <laughs> I'm going to stand my ground. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. So the three of you... Are you running the same direction, or you just go like? That's that's why I didn't run. Same direction. Yeah. Yeah. Away. Away. Whatever direction Eugene was just running. Okay. The that opposite of way. that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. We're a little short. Of so you start direction. to yeah. You, yeah. Okay. You start to rush off into that direction, and Carl, you uh, you stand your ground, um, and the three of you are stopped at the at the tree edge of this clearing that you're in by 
two dozen men that surround the area and elves. Uh, some of them are on horseback, uh, but there are a handful of centaurs, half man, half horse. They all wield large decorative crossbows and longbows and sabers. And there is this one giant centaur with a, a, an elk helm. And he steps forward. He towers half as tall as one of the large pines. And he says, ha, 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 we're in luck, boys. The rat has been joined by his friends. Well, technically, I'm, I'm just the librarian. <laughs> and I'm ensuring there's no late chippies. Ah, uh, but you have fallen into our forest, and now you must be hunted. Uh, Tug has a question. <laughs> Did y'all fall through the book, too? What What book do you speak of? Are, are we running, or are we... Strong response. Been, no, we got stopped. We, we got attention. stopped. You Listen. Go, oh, I, thought, I thought that, Never mind. I come Listen, Dickless, come yeah, on. Okay. Jarf goes, hey, matching helmets <laughs> to the one guy. <laughs> Tug has another question. Yes. Um, how did you all know we were here? This rat came into our camp just as we were preparing for the hunt. So one one rat is odd to you. And then one rat means four humanoids. Well, we chased I'm the just rat. trying to figure it out. We chased the rat into the forest. Do you for usually a- take out a whole hunting party for... One. Listen, punk. (laughs) Yes. You know they have like one hit point, right? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) We chased the rat because it stole something dear to us, and we. (laughs) Derp gives Eugene a little. Have come to find you. (laughs) We have come to find you. So now you must be hunted. We will give you a five-minute head start. But then we come after you, and you die. There's four of them? There's 20 There's of them. There's 20 of them. Of them. There's four okay. of us! No, I thought you said there were four a second ago, and four I was confused companions. because I thought you said there were a bunch of them before. So, you, guys you think are we four, can take these guys? Four companions. Oh, Durf elects to die, clearly. <laughs> One. I'll give you the count of ten. One. The count of ten until the five minutes starts? To start running. Okay. One. Hold this on. is very confusing. Question. Yes. She, she's old. Oh, she can't even run. <laughs> what is the, like, terrain? What's the geography? There, there's uh, sure. Yeah, there's which... dark trees everywhere. There's a small trail that you can see going north and south. I'll say you guys are running south, okay. basically. Okay. So, they're, and they're on horseback. Correct. So is the forest, is there like a lot of underbrush and a lot of logs and stuff that would be dangerous to horses? Um, I would say yes. yes. I'm going that way. Okay. <laughs> All right, perfect. Durf summons us some camels to ride on so we can escape okay, from the horses. Fine. I summon eight Camels. There's four There's of you. Fucking four of I, I know, but eight up here. I can't. I, don't, I can't control what the what the rule book says. It says there's eight. That's at that CR. Eight of them she pop just, up. She just <laughs> asked, "Is there any treacherous shit for camels? Fuck? Are more sure-footed than horses <laughs> in, in the forest? Yes. You summon four Siamese camels, <laughs> and they appear out of nowhere in the clearing. Three. I want to roll a perception Four. check. Everybody hop on the camels. I hop on the camel. Camel, camel. Yeah, camel. Camel. Perception check? Yeah, I'm going to look Roll a perception check. Camel stat blocks are. 
Add Siamese if that matters. That's a 19. Looking for a cave? Yeah. No cave. Camel? God, we're no, the fucking worst. Oh. What is that? All right, well, fine. I fucking leave. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'm riding a Siamese camel. Me. You see you run off through the forest. The, the horse, the people on horseback split, so you have a chance to run uh, on these camels. Are you running? What's the centaur's name? You didn't ask. This, um, have we... No. Yeah, it hasn't we, we been established, to be fair. It hasn't been established. All right, I'll go and jump on a camel. Each person's camel has 19 HP, by the way. Cool. We'll refer HP. to that when it becomes relevant <laughs> All right. again. All right, so you run, you, you hop on these camels, camels, you run off the forest as you, you run through the forest as you hear distant laughter behind you of this hunting party. Uh, camels like cat dog Siamese? <laughs> Uh, yes. Wait, there's a front and a back a camel. <laughs> a single hump. I, fig- I figured out why they're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and they're double jointed, actually, so they can just stop and run in either direction. Are they, like a car. Are they, are they Bactrian camels, or what was the uh, other yes, type? Yes, for a, for a forest, the smaller, more sure-footed Bactrian, I think, was the better option. Okay, thank you. That's a camel with two humps, if anyone's wondering. Time with dirt. Camel with one hump would be called a dromedary camel. For aesthetics, Tug is sitting on the front hump of, well, I guess, when, the direction we're moving's the hump, since I guess now they go both directions. Okay. You you rush through the forest on these camels, um, leaping down a trail under low-hanging branches and overgrowth that the camels are easily able to overcome because of their sure-footedness. As the laughter of horsemen dies down, it feels as though you've run for miles, but the dark pines continue as far as you can tell. You stop only briefly as you hear that same strange voice echo in the sky, with words forming as he speaks. The four, now five companions, run headlong into the forest to escape their hunters. They were given a head start, but would soon find that this would be no easy task. For there are things in the forest much faster than them and their stupid camels. <laughs> as their voice above, as the voice above fades, you begin to hear the sound of laughter all around you and quick scurrying feet through the leaves. Dust kicks up around the across the path ahead and then again through the trail behind you as the giggling and whispering continues growing louder. Tug turns to the fossilized librarian. Um <clears throat> Now that now that we have the rat, uh, can't we just leave? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. All right, strong read on the situation. Let's see, Lily, give me a leave uh, check, history check. Give me a history check. History. What is my history? Seven. Okay. Um, you know that. Uh, let's see. You know, you've encountered these types of books before, obviously. You've been a library for many, librarian for many years. Um, you know that in these types of books, the only true way to leave this world is to finish the story. But you've never encountered this story before. You've never read this particular book. Yeah, and, and this particular book is very particular. Correct. Uh, with a rat and four companions. And the choice of the word companions is questionable. <laughs> so y- I say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So the scurrying's all around us. Scurrying, I need to not giggles, motion laughter, with laughter, scurrying. All right. Um, um, Tug, you feel something pull on your beard, but you can't see what it is. Carl, you trip. I'm super athletic. How does he trip? He's on a camel. Off the camel. He trips off the camel. <laughs> that's the, that's, know, that's the point of this you're contesting? Arbitrarily. What are you rolling Fucking for? 29 what was stay that? on my camel. He said Carl trip. What are you sweating, dude? I think you're coming What's at me wrong with you? Pre-doing you it. Okay. And you stay on the camel. <laughs> Excuse me, Miss Librarian. You old bag. That is not the way to ingratiate yourself <clears throat> with me. Well, you should have told us about all that before you told us to jump in this book. You wanted your rat. Uh, no, he wanted the rat. I'm here now. Um, these invisible things that are definitely not knocking Durf off his camel, but are pulling at my beard and tripping up Carl. Um, what are they? What are they? Uh, give me a history check again, I suppose. 22. Oh, yeah. You know what these are. Uh, they are quicklings. They're quicklings. Yep. Little tiny Is that something that creatures. if you said that to me, I should know, no. like, by having a book? Well, okay. Give me a history check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to bother. Um, uh, I, I will. 16. Uh, yeah, you know what these are. These are small fey creatures. They're very, very fast. They're very hard to hit. And um, they're almost like... Um, they are very, very, uh, <coughs> excuse me. They are very annoying. They like to pick on people, um, steal things. Okay. Tug, Tug has a question. Mm-hmm. Um, if I punch the fuck out of my camel, can I use my lightning fist to kind of shock everything around me? Uh, <laughs> you know, all, all the, the enemies around me because it chains through? Yeah. I can, I can do, do that? that? Sure. Hey, Durf. Got some bad news, bud. <laughs> I'm going to punch the fuck out of this camel. <laughs> okay. For those of you that are uh, that don't know, I do have these. Um, they're like these lightning gauntlets that I can activate. Uh, and for the fight, when I strike something, uh, that damage gets split off. I can split how I choose through the enemies in the area. So my goal is to punch a very visible camel and shock the shit out of a bunch of invisible little nerds that are ruining our day. So, I'm going to do that. Do I have advantage on the game? No, you don't. <laughs> if, oh, I, on the if I have the oh, on the back sure, ba- yeah. back head. <laughs> All right, here we go. That's a f- Well, you need it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a, that's a, that's a 13. Uh that is a 19 plus 8, so 27. Yeah, you'll hit the camel. Okay. Uh, just one punch I think is enough. All right, let's go with one punch. He's got 19 HP? Uh, that is eight damage. All right, um, which you can spread out how? I'm going to do one to the camel, and I'm assuming since I don't know how many, I'm just going to try and do one to each fey creature that's in the area. Okay, you just want this thing to spread out as far and wide as you Correct. Can. Okay, um, you hit the camel. Uh, give me an animal handling check real me? quick. Yep. Oh, fuck, I'm still on it? Yeah, you're still <laughs> on it. Damn it. <laughs> You're three feet tall, and you said back of the head. Yeah, that's that's on me, guys. That's on me. Uh, Sixteen. Um, okay, the camel runs off. It's what does that, 
I think is what a camel makes. It makes that noise, and it fucking bolts uh, through this forest, and you go flying off. You flip a couple times backwards, but you land on your feet. Um, Meanwhile, this lightning streaks out and strikes several of the creatures. You just hear zap, 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 zap. Um, And they come into view, and they are exactly what I described. These tiny, they almost look like elves. Uh, They're slender. They uh, have long, thin, powerful, but powerful legs. Uh, And they look at you, each, the group of you, uh, and they rush forward to attack. Roll initiative. Natural 20. Six. Which is a 23. I have plus five on initiative, by the way. 23? Okay, six. 21. 21. I think you rolled a 21 and you rolled a 23. Okay, got it. And then Carl? Eight. Eight. Carl, six. (laughs) You should see the gap he has between them and us. Like He just assumes everybody's going to roll better. And then just drops me at the bottom. Makes sense. I have a question. Yes. Since I knew so much about these creatures, Mm -hmm. do I know any weaknesses? Um, you don't know any weaknesses. You do know that they are wicked fast, and that making any sort of attack against them is going to be. Uh, very difficult if it's like a physical trying to strike out with a weapon type of attack. Cool. I'll just uh, sit Indian style, wait for you guys to sort <laughs> this out. Um, can you conjure me a tennis racket? <laughs> All right. Uh, Durf, you are actually tiny- up first. Why would I be able to conjure a tennis racket? You have magic, dude. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Durf, you're up first. They're, they are surrounding you. There are four of them. Sure. So we're in a like tight pack. Correct. Sort of thing, surrounded by you them. You and Carl There's four of and them? Lily That's not very many. are still on your camels. There's four of them. Um, like, what's the radius of the circle, which the outside of is the guys? 30 feet. Okay. Okay. So they're like 15 feet away from us. 10 or 15 if feet away from us. If you're not in us. the center of the circle, yeah. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to do. This has been a math lesson. Why would you call on me first? (laughs) Well, that's what happens when you roll high initiative. (laughs) Yeah. What do you do, Derek? Um, Well, I'll drop a hawk totem. Okay. What's that uh, do? With a bonus action, which it does something and lets me impose advantage once around. All right. Um, I don't know. I didn't bring my Morden Kanan's Tome of Foes. Uh, it gives us advantage on some kind of check that we're not going to do and lets me impose advantage once around. All right. Once around, okay. Yeah, wait, I pulled it up. Is that a bonus? Is that a bonus? <laughs> it is a bonus okay. action. Wait, uh, we have advantage on perception checks. That that is actually cool because these guys are sneaking around, right? So anyway, so that's I do the bonus that. actions. Gets your turn. <laughs> All right, and the next thing I'm going to do, I tell you what, is something, and the thing. <laughs> that I'm gonna do. This is <laughs> is uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but I'm the only I'm the only person in the party that does spells, so I gotta, I gotta look up spells. Have, it's uh, hard. We have like hour long episodes, and we record for two and a half hours. And Hope this you is guys like- are ready to settle the fuck in. Hang on, I've never used conjure woodland beings before. <laughs> Can I? Can I? What, what's the challenge rating of these fucking guys? <laughs> just fucking do, I have to do something, that? dude. I don't know. I want to. I just want to see how many I could. I could uh, summon if I summoned one. <laughs> can you? Cha- can one. You, 
You can conjure quicklings? I can conjure fey creatures. Okay. Are one. they fey creatures? They're one. Yeah. Okay, I, I summon two quicklings of my own. What do they look <laughs> what do they look like? Um they look like you know, n- normal quicklings. <laughs> Quick quickling esque. Green but with green mohawks. They, yeah, they've all got green uh, mohawks. Roll initiative okay. and um nose rings. Okay. Like the you know You're two of them. And right? spike collars. Okay. Roll, <laughs> spike collars. Roll initiative. Or then they get a plus six. Plus six, so 14 and 11. Well, they're just grouped together, right? Yeah. Okay. No, just not roll, unless they're swarming. I'm just going to let them... Yeah, that's fine. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Durf one, Durf Q one. Oh, you got to name them. Um, they are named Jonathan and Christina. Dude, Cosmo and Wanda. Nope. You fucked that up. Nope. That's a missed opportunity right there. Um, and that's your action, right? Okay, so these... Poof, these quicklings with green mohawks and yeah, nose rings. And, and, and you're going to keep track of their stats. Spike I don't collars. Know yeah, I'll tell you what, what to their deal add is. And stuff. They have um, each quickling gets, ah, spoiler alert, uh, three dagger attacks, all with plus eight to hit. Okay. All right. Jesus. Lily, you are up. Glad I summoned those guys. And is there like a quickling in relation to me? Like, we're riding our camels, right? Well, like, actually, that's, that's a, a concentration, concentration spell. spell. So we're not riding camels anymore. <laughs> I use my movement to stand up okay, after sure. I have yep. fallen on the ground um, and uh, swearing politely under my breath. Um, and, and is there like a quickening? Yeah, you can see one. I mean, like imagine like you all grouped together and then they're surrounding you. So you probably have uh, open, you probably have two in your sight left and right. Okay. I yep. point at it. Okay. Left hand on my hip. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. This behavior is unbecoming of a creature of your station. And I cast Vicious Mockery. Oh, nice. Okay, so what do I have to do with that one? Do I have to roll something? Or? I think it's a wisdom save, isn't it? Yeah, it's yes. a wisdom save, or else they uh, take, take psychic damage, take right? Take psychic damage. All right, all right, yeah. here we go. And I'm casting it at... <laughs> at the one on the left of you? Yeah, sure, that one. All right. Uh, give me... Okay, so I rolled a three. So I failed. So yeah. how much damage? That is... Two damage. Psychic damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has disadvantage on its next attack roll. Its next attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. Perfect. All right. Sweet. All right, so you do two damage. Um, what does it look like when you damage this thing, I guess? Is it just like... You see um, this creature kind of slight, like visibly deflate mm-hmm. um, because it, it's starting to feel shame. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so it kind of lays its head down and mopes around. And uh, Durf, your first quickling, Jonathan, is up. Um, well, we'll say that one is close to the one that Lily just verbally abused. Okay. He sees that that guy's having a rough day and just fucking goes at him. All right. Three attacks plus eight on each. Okay, that is a 12, a 24, and a 12. One will hit. No, wait, hold on. A 14, a 24, and a 12. Okay, uh, still one will hit. Okay. Yep. For what? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Uh, 1d4 plus 6. God. That's going to kill me. Um... What is three plus six? Nine. Nine? Okay. 69, dude. Um, so as your quickling rushes forward, you basically, in a blur, you see uh, these two hands come out 
Uh, well, it just hits for one, right? You, you see three hands come out, but only one connects with this other quickling, and it slumps to the ground. Dead. Are quicklings like Goro? How many arms they got? <laughs> They're very fast. Very oh, fast. I see. All right. Okay. I'm with you. Um, I follow. And up next are two on the opposite side facing Tug and Carl. And both of them are going to rush forward um, and attack each of you. So the first one's going to attack Carl three times. That is a... Sorry. 20? Not natural. An 18, not natural. And a 13. Can I, I want to use your reaction and cast shield. Okay, what does that do? It gives plus, plus five, five AC. Shit. Uh, you can do that on one of the attacks. Right, I'm going to do it on the first one. First one? So does the second no, one hit? 18 none hit? Of them, no, none of them None of them hit. Oh, shit, okay. All right, Must so, be um, nice. Here we go. Heavy armor. You cast... Yeah. yeah. Alright, you use your reaction, you cast this and this blue light surrounds you for a moment and you just hear ping, ping, ping as the uh, dagger. Roll on the sorcerer. Oh yeah, magic. Okay, go ahead, roll. You are casting a spell. He's wild magic sorcerer. You got a d100? Uh, somewhere. I sure do. Don't just or combine the does. 10 and the... There we go. Yeah. Oh no! 61. Oh, guy. For the next minute, you must shout when you speak. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, the other one is attacking Tug. That is a 24. Hit. First one. Nine. Uh, 11. Just, just the first one. Just the first one. All right, here we go. You're going to take eight damage. Eight piercing damage. So you're quick enough to dodge a couple of the blows, but one does connect with your side, slashing it open. Durf, your other quicklings up. Did you, um, hold on, did you ro roll with disadvantage? He's standing right beside me, I have protection. Oh, protection. You didn't say that, Durf, you're up. You didn't give me a chance <laughs> to say You gotta say call that. it out, it's a reaction. You can't use reaction anyway, you already used one. Anywho, so, um, so there's two guys that already went, and there's one quickling remaining to move there are three yeah one one, one that bad guy gone quickling yet. remaining correct. to move correct uh christina will attack him <laughs> christine uh first roll is a she says plus eight plus rolls a 25 second is a 23. 23 and the third one is an 18 which i'll fuck it i'll impose advantage on and still get a 20 or 18 so 18 um, 23 and 25 okay give me uh <laughs> I always mess things up. You're supposed to roll each of those with disadvantage, so go ahead and re-roll those. So do you remember the numbers? Yeah, so the the back one's an 18. The yep. third one's an 18. Yep. Yeah. yeah. The first two? Well, the one I imposed advantage on, which yep. would cancel out the disadvantage, is an 18. And then 23 and 25. Okay, re-roll those. Plus. <laughs> okay, uh, 27. Okay. So the 25 stands, and 12, so the 23 does not. Uh, okay, so two hit. I can't do math. Two hit and give me, um, you, you kill it, so tell me how you do it. Uh, he f just fucking does some quickling attacks on it. See, you, you thought Christina <laughs> was a she. <laughs> but don't, but don't, you, you, know, don't right. you assume gender on you mean <laughs> no, the tavern. Christina is a girl. He goes in. <laughs> Kills her. She's right. dead. All it's right. dead. Yeah, Whatever. She, uh, yeah. Three, three quick blades, two of them connect, and another quickling slumps to the ground. Carl, you're up. Yo, when the fuck's my turn? Next. Next. So the one that has vicious mockery is behind me? Um, that one's dead. That one's dead. There's, there, well, these, the and two remaining are diagonal, so one's the, a problem. The two remaining, I am going to cast Moonbeam. They are too far apart for Moon. What's the radius on Moonbeam? 120 feet. Yeah, they're good. They're in there. <laughs> <laughs> 
wait, the radius is 120 feet? No, it's, no, it's the radius that's is... That's the range. The range, range is, uh, whatever, close I've, enough. I've cast that spell a hundred times. Yeah, only one, only one. Twice! Moon Twice! I've cast Moonbeam a thousand times. All around down. Only one is in that five foot radius. Only one is in This is my first time casting a spell in general. Give me a break. Only one is in there. Yeah, I'm going to cast Moonbeam on the healthiest looking. Okay. Yeah, that's the one that was attacking you right in front of you. Perfect. Save of some sort. Constitution. Constitution. Thank you. DC 11. Oh, gosh. That's a three again. What do I take? 2d10. Roll it. Oh, where's 10? I have a 10, right? I'm not crazy. Do I no, have? it's right. That one's a 10. This that one. one's a 10. <laughs> Jesus. I'm so glad I'm Note to 11? self, okay. never do a fucking live show. You raise show. your hands in the air. You raise your hands in the air and this beam of light soars down from the dark sky. And um, the quickling in front of you just fizzles away into dust. Tug, you're up. I'm talking a lot of shit, but I don't know uh, how to play either. So um, <laughs> if, I, if I grapple something, that's athletics, right? Uh, yep. Okay, I'm gonna grapple it and use uh, use a key point for my uh, monkey tattoo well, to automatically okay. succeed. I'll I'll let you use athletics. You're gonna monkey tattoo an auto six auto succeed. Yep. Uh, okay, that's your for my bonus action. I'm gonna punch it in my fist. <laughs> Just in, in, in your, your fist. In your fist. Hold the mic. Hold my mic. Hold my mic. <laughs> I'm grappled it. Yeah. You're punching it with your fist. I see. Okay. All right. Roll it. Roll it. You grapple it successfully with your tattoo. 23. You hit it. Kill this little fucker. Uh, roll it with disadvantage. I'm sorry. Roll one more time. Even though he's grappled? Oh, no, because that would cancel out. You're right. Go ahead. Do the damage. Good thing I know the rules. 12? How do you kill it? <laughs> what the fuck you mean? Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. You use... you. Punch it in the fist and it dies. And you're out of initiative. You all, you, you guys are here. You get what I was doing. <laughs> you have defeated God. the Quickling Army. Nice. Durf, Durf gives Jonathan and boy Christina a pat on the head. Quickling Army. That's like the caravan invasion. All right. Because um, there's only yep. four. You get it? And yeah, just, as, yeah, you, yeah, just yeah. as you kill this thing, Tug, you begin to hear the sounds of shouting and hooves and horns directly behind you. What do you Durf, do? Durf, wait. Tug only hears that? Uh, all of you hear that. <laughs> okay. I was saying after Tug's turn. Durf tells Jonathan and Christina to go fuck with those guys. Okay. How far is your... I don't think they, like... There's no distance? ...walk away and disappear or whatever. Okay. All right. They go fuck with them. I advise right, you some time. Cool. Let's get out of here, guys. I hop on someone's camel. Or no, They're those gone. are gone. There are no camels. Yeah, all the camels I are walk gone. briskly in the opposite direction okay. from the noises. All right. Everybody going with him? Carl, grab the librarian. You're the strongest. <laughs> Conjure a baby Bjorn pack. Let's go. Carrier. Let's go this way. I know forest stuff, and we head in the direction I think is the best direction okay. away from them. Okay. Everybody go with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lily's trying to think of something to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm save us. I'm She's like, I gotta save this. <laughs> This I'm is reading, a disaster. I'm reading this. Uh, no, I can't. I can't do what I wanted to do. So right. yeah, I, okay. I'm walking briskly. All right, perfect. You race forward once again, eventually, and finally bursting through the trees to find a long. Oh, I got something. Is the screen still up? Okay. 
He burst through the trees to find Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? Did it change? Balls. Here we go. To find a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of bridge? It's a stone bridge. Suspension? Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> a stone bridge spanning a whitewater river rushing furiously below. Cannonball. Rushing furiously below. All right, then I won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear words in the sky once again as you see these things form and they say having escaped the forest and the creatures within our companions still on the run they find themselves at a river's crossing but not everything is what it seems here in the wild water's not rushing and dangerous jump in uh, I peer under the bridge you peer under the bridge? Yeah. Okay. Give me a As a perception librarian, check. I've, I've read a lot of stories. All right. Give me a perception check. 16. 16. Okay. Um, you don't see anything under the bridge, but you're on the right track because as you approach to get a closer look, the ground beneath you starts to shake, and brick by brick, the walls of the bridge roll inward, exposing each side to the rushing water below. A simple hard shove to the side, and you would surely fall in. The loose stones roll along the bridge floor as if they have a mind of their own, stacking one on top of the other before molding together to form a growing Goliath. A statue ten feet tall stands before you in the shape of a stone troll who speaks in a low growl. Who are you to disturb my home? <coughs> Speak now quickly or in the river you go. Durf, can you summon some goats? <laughs> 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 Great question. Uh, let me see what their CR is. <laughs> goat, 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 goat. Okay, CR zero, so I can summon a shit ton of Billy Goats Gruff, in fact. Um, All the Durf, goats. Yes, Durf summons eight Billy Goats Gruff. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> to, to intimidate. What do they look like? The troll. Various. <laughs> you mean to feed the troll? <laughs> um, the well, various goats. You know, so one of them is black. That one's name is Black Philip. You don't have to name all uh, of your goats. <laughs> okay. Um, there's a white splotchy one, a white one. It's all white. Um, are there brown goats? One of the goats is brown. Um, yeah, various splotchy pad. There's eight of them. Eight goats. They All look right. like goats. There are now eight goats on the bridge. I like to let our listeners decide what the goats look like in their own hearts. Okay. So, except for the four I said. Those look like that. Okay, and the, the troll looks down at the goats and then looks back at you, and he says, what the fuck is this? Uh, we come bearing gifts of goats give for, me a, for you. Give me a persuasion check. That is a 13. Okay. He, uh, these massive stone arms stretch out on either side of this, this troll and scoop up all eight of the goats 
and he devours them in seconds. And he says, that was delicious. We're glad because we want to be friends. Could we, could you, could, could you turn back into a bridge for a second? <laughs> uh, he goes, he goes, I'll tell you what, you gave me some goats. If you wish to get past me, you shall answer one riddle, not three. Bring it on. Are you ready? Yes. Wait, so just Durf answers? I mean, not that I would any get any help regardless. Answer. Any of you can answer. No, I'm good. Uh, while I'm alive, you call me by name. It's hidden within one thing I provide. Turn me to dust. You can still do the same. Where often the dead inside me will hide. The skeleton. I'll give you... What? Multiple guesses. <laughs> no. I'm, shit, I already forgot the whole riddle. While, <laughs> while I'm alive, you can call me by name. It's hidden within one thing I provide. Turn me to dust, you can still do the same, where often the dead inside me will hide. One more time. A coffin. No. Can we pull the audience? I'll read it one more time. Tug tug is not allowed to make any more guesses. While I'm alive, you can call me by name. It's hidden within one thing I provide. Turn me to dust, you can still do the same, where often the dead inside me will hide. In all of my reading, have I ever come across this riddle before? Uh, Roll a history check. Yo, you know we're shit at riddles, man. We won the riddle thing in the other episode. 13. 13. 13. Um, You have heard this riddle before. You don't remember what the answer is. But you remember at the riddle convention of 99 that uh, the person giving the riddle gave you hints. And one of the hints they give you gave you was that um, while I'm alive, you can call me by name. It's hidden within one thing I provide is speaking about a type of tree. This is embarrassing. Turn me to dust. You can still do the same where often the dash. Boom. Yeah. You say ash loudly and the troll smiles and crumbles back into a bridge that no. you can safely... Fuck your weak-ass riddles. Let's go. <laughs> don't listen, my friend. You're cool. Crossing the bridge? You're medium. Cross, let's cross the bridge. Don't, okay. don't play this ego. Is this a, it's a... Do you turn back into a rock bridge? Correct. Wait, so is he dead? No. no he's just, he's just a fucking he bridge. He let you go. Can you not Yes, one let, block in the hey, middle is his face. Hey, just there's, talk to that one. there's some other guys coming. Can you not let them by? Um, give me a persuasion check. Another one. Can you Please? can you do that persuasion once we've crossed the bridge? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I'm, I'm from the other okay. side. Okay. <clears throat> nine. Nine. Okay. You see, like this stone face form in the bridge when you look back, um, and he says, "I will give them the same chance that you got." So they gotta get three rooms. Please, up, they're not gonna have goats. Please with them. give them like less chances. The derf X I'd factor. I really appreciate okay, it. Okay, one more persuasion check. Thirteen. I'll give them five guesses. No That's more. two more than we got. <laughs> well, she knew the hint. 
All, All right. right, this guy's not helping. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Let's All blow right. up the bridge. You rush, <laughs> you rush across the bridge. You're already across the bridge. You keep running. You follow a path downhill, and the terrain changes from rivers to forest to from rivers and forest to damp, soggy ground and jagged rocks and cliffs. Down you go along the path until you come to the mouth of a dark cave, surrounded on all sides by cliffs. A booming voice comes from the sky as the sound of hunting trumpets you don't hear because they're still figuring out the riddle. (laughs) The voice above says, At a dead end, our heroes find themselves between a rock and a hard place to turn and face their hunters or continue onward into the mysterious cave that lies before them. Durf says, point of order, if we can go in a cave, it's not a dead end. (laughs) Obviously not a dead end. You guys want to go in this cave? One of them is a smartass. <laughs> Tug fucks with the cave. Fucking with Let's the cave. go in the cave. Or, Durf goes in the cave and looks around unimpeded because he has dark vision. <laughs> okay. Carl? Lily? And he goes, Carl, hey, can you see? I can. Tug can. I can. I can see. Yo, how's your, <laughs> how's your vision, loser? <laughs> Are you having a hard time seeing? I'm just going to stay outside the cave, and I'm going to cast a minor illusion on myself so I intern myself so I look like so a tree. So you can fake see? So I look like a tree. Get fucked. <laughs> All right. They're, already, they're going to figure out the ash riddle, and then you're just done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, down the three of you go into the depths of the cave. Is that really the play you're I making am. right now? Before, <laughs> b- before that happens mm-hmm. um, with the tree, um, I, I cast light on a stone. And I place the stone at the base of the tree, just in case. <laughs> See, that's forward so, thinking. That's what our party like tree needs. with a glowing light. You know what we would have done? None of that shit. <laughs> he would have been screwed. They're gonna come cut Carl, his ass what down. Do you, what do you say? I'm, to that? A tr- I'm a tree. Okay, down and down you go. The three of you go into the depths of the cave. The light from the outside fades, but it is replaced with a dull purple glow as you descend. After carefully trekking deeper and deeper inside, a chamber opens up into a wide area littered with glowing mushrooms of all shapes and sizes and colors on the floor and walls and hanging from the ceiling. Durf does a nature check to see what effect eating the various mushrooms would have. Do it. (laughs) Seven. You have no idea. If you've never encountered these mushrooms before, you have no idea what eating them would do to you. You want me to eat one? <laughs> Durf eats one. Durf eats one? Yeah, just one. Roll a d20. Hold on, which one? I don't want to eat the same one. Uh, <clears throat> two. What color did you eat? Uh, it was the color of these dice, pink. A pink? Okay. Um. <laughs> or was that what the roll was for? Might be. No, you good, you good. All right, Durf, uh, you eat the mushroom. Maybe you'll get a superpower. And die. Uh, well, give me a constitution saving throw. Good. That usually happens before something good. <clears throat> Fuck. Four. These dice are cursed. Four? I just bought them. Four. All right. <laughs> good. That also usually happens before something good. Durf is rolling like nine to twenties now. (laughs) 
22 poison damage. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yikes, dude. Wowzers. All righty. You swallow this thing, and you, you begin to bleed from the mouth. Um, oh, it geez. just eats at your insides, and you... <laughs> as, as I'm gushing blood, Dar's like, guys, don't eat the mushrooms. <laughs> but wait, uh, what if we ate a I different color? I know, don't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> but what if we eat a different color one, though? Did you want to try? <laughs> what color? Wait, what color did he eat? Pink. pink. He rolled a two. So what's the opposite of well, opposite color of pink? What would be like a complementary color? <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking of a color wheel. Red. What's blue and yellow? Like green. A turquoise, baby? Yeah, like a light, like a neon green. All right, <laughs> I will pluck one neon oh, green. Let's go. That is a thirteen. Um, Constitution saving throw, please. <laughs> That's not my uh, my strong suit. Plus zero. <sighs> Three. <laughs> um. Okay, you swallow this uh mushroom, Kirk. And you feel like you got a little gas right at first, and then the, the the feeling starts to spread to your limbs, and tiny hairs grow on the edge of uh, your hands and your feet. I'm a motherfucking spider. But you're able to climb. Yes, yes, I'm so much better off than you, man. You're terrible. <laughs> I climbed the fucking wall instantly. instantly. And this instantly. Last, this is gonna last for ten minutes. Forever, Durf, Durf summons a, a healing spirit on himself and just stands <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> um, wait, does the poison? Wait, does the poison take through? How does poison work? He just took some damage. Okay, okay so, so it's not like a. No, okay, he's not poisoned. Not with this one. Um, okay, so as you're standing in this healing spirit, you then see many of these mushrooms on the eastern wall. They shift and they form into words as a whisper echoes all around you, this time more sinister and high-pitched. And it says, Our companions have found themselves amidst a field of mushrooms, hmm? with nothing but a small old house in the distance. Could the key to their freedom lay inside? And before you, you see through this field of mushrooms, there is a small old house. Um, does the cave ceiling run all the way along to the house? Yeah, there's mushrooms, like since, ceiling, walls, floors, everywhere. Since Tug is now Spider-Man, um, I'm gonna stay on the ceiling the whole way over there. Okay, um, I cast Fly okay. on both myself and Durf, so we can just fly over these mushrooms... Okay. To the house. I like that. Carl, what are you doing out there? <laughs> He's a fucking train. <laughs> Killing it. Have I heard like anything about any of the centaurs approaching? You've heard distant cursing as they've how, how not big out this riddle yet. How big is the opening of this cave? Uh say maybe fifteen feet up, thirty feet wide. Big ass opening. And, but does it narrow as you kinda go in? Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh so it's been like a minute or so. I turned obviously my tree my tree uh eavesdropping plan didn't go so well. Uh, but I'm going to enter the cave, uh, pick up my glowing rock, and walk in, you know, about 20 feet, and turn around and c- cast uh, one of my sorcerer spells, uh, Fog Cloud. Uh, okay. Nice. Just kind of in the opening of the Will cave. You, um, read me the description of that. Uh, create a 20-foot radius sphere of fog centered on a point within range. The sphere spreads around corners, and its area is heavily obscured. 
lasts for the duration or until a wind of moderate or greater speed, at least 10 miles per hour, disperses it. And you're just casting at the edge of the yeah. opening so they can't see the opening. Yeah. Okay, perfect, nice. So you- uh, And I you... have to roll on my sorcerer's table, sir. Yes, please do that. Wild magic. You didn't shout. Uh, I didn't. I just was literally telling him what I was doing. I haven't actually talked to anybody because you all fucking left me. <laughs> you, you what, fucking excuse me? That's an interesting way it was of an excellent it. plan. I was going to let them go into the cave, all right? And then we can ambush them from behind. They're tucked. They're yeah, you can do shake some leaves at it? 20 of them. 35. Whatever. Don't talk to me. Other than you, you can talk to me. You're fine. Okay. They're, I do have a question. Yes. Don't you only roll on wild magic if you roll a one? Uh, oh yeah! Wait a second. Thank you. No, because we said we were gonna we roll. Gonna, we said we, we were gonna roll eight or less. We changed it. Okay. We yeah. it. We said eight or less. Yeah. So we're give me a roll. Give me a d twenty roll. Good call. I was. Just I was just. Curious. I thought we had said we were gonna roll every time because it was more interesting. No, we were gonna roll. No, seventeen. That's no okay. fun. No, no, no. Yeah, we we increased it because it's like one. And yeah. We were like, well, let's make it happen a little more. Make it more fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I Thank think you. we should do Thank it every you. time. Good call. I disagree. <laughs> Would be. What's uh, okay. So you rush down. You see. Um, you see Lily and Durf floating in midair above this mushroom field. Uh, you see Kirk climbing on the ceiling. I'm Spiderman. I'm Spiderman. Tug, give me a. Spiderman check. Give me a. Hmm. Because you are rushing into a field of mushrooms. On the ceiling? Give me a. Yeah. They're everywhere. Ceiling, walls, herb worm. In the air. Not in the picture, but in my head. So uh, give me an acrobatics roll. I'll pass it automatically. Spend a key point. Yep, with my. Ink of the monkey. monkey. So you are climbing and definitely dodging, not rubbing up against any of these mushrooms towards the house. Carl, what are you doing? Uh, Seeing Tug on. Tug! How are you doing that? Uh, uh, I feel like, like in my heart of hearts, I don't want to tell him to eat a mushroom because I can just end poorly. Well, you can tell. I ate a mushroom. <laughs> Light bulb immediately. You eat a mushroom. I, I eat. I just grab a handful of mushrooms. Why oh, all of? <laughs> yes. Yes. Roll a d20. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Seventeen. Now I'm trying to eat like three or four at least. I don't want just one. I'm, uh, I have a hearty constitution. <laughs> you can breathe underwater and all your toenails fell off. <laughs> Drew it on station for the death save. Uh, roll a uh, constitution saving throw, please. <laughs> Was that a one? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yes, dude. Carl, your legs disappear. <laughs> They've gone. You are stump. You are stomach straight down to the ground. You have no more legs. Temporarily, but you have no legs. Durf! Come baby Bjorn me. <laughs> You're going to have to live with this, buddy. <laughs> Wait, doesn't she have flat? Was well, that a spell or a cantrip? It, it's a spell. Oh, it, what it, it a waste. It lasts for 10 minutes. All right, I, I go and let <laughs> I fly back. Let Carl grab onto me and baby Bjorn him across the field in the air. Okay. All right. So Dirk and the stump fly uh, through the mushroom field. Tug is just flipping his way on the ceiling, just monkey bar style away from these mushrooms. Um, Lily is graceful and the smartest of everyone just floats on through and you land in front of this house. Tug lands on the roof. Point of order. 
Yeah, 100%. Uh, I mean, not like, like clumsily. Okay, we'll roll some for that. Roll uh, <laughs> a stealth check, please. <laughs> yeah, roll a die. Stealth check. Here we go. What is the point of this? Uh, 25. Okay, you definitely, uh, you stealthily land on the roof with no issues. Um, very, very quiet. And you, the rest of you, as you reach the house, you smell uh, incense and, and cooked meats coming from the house. You see, like, saw small gray smoke billowing out of the chimney at the top. Um, it's kind of like a crooked house. Uh, it's old, but you feel kind of the sense of, this is nice. I, I enjoy being here somehow. And um, as you stare at the house, the door opens with a creak, but no one is on the other side. Doesn't, Doesn't Carl, don't you have some shit that can tell whether something is authentically good? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to cast it right now because you were making fun of me earlier. I carried you. I, you have no legs, Lieutenant Dan. Do something. <laughs> God. <laughs> Carry your weight, like in this sense, both figuratively and literally. No, okay. not gonna do that. Sweet Jesus, dude! That could have been you. You fucking barking. The door creaks open with no one on the other side. Well, guess nobody's home. Hello, um, Lily. You creeping in? I'm just saying hello. Uh, you hear nothing in response. I mean, I would go in, but I can't walk. <laughs> I'm carrying you. I'll fucking walk in. Thank you. You know what? Throw his body in. <laughs> That's fine. Throw That's fine. his torso in there with the glowing stone to illuminate. No, I walk in. Walking in with baby Bjorn? Yeah. Right. Tug, what are you doing? Lily? Is there a chimney I can fit down? Well, first off, is there heat coming out of the chimney? There's a hot smoke, yes. All right, well, I'm not fixing to die. Um... Can, can I just perceive Dude, we're, things? You're on, uh. Well, Tug and Lily, what are you guys doing with this house? I'm investigating this. Yeah, is there a top floor window I can look in or something? Um, give me both of you. Give me investigation checks. How about that? You guys see Tug on the roof too at this point. Nine, Nine. plus zero. Okay. Three. Um, okay. Neither of you find any sort of entrance besides this door that could be safe or unlocked windows or anything like that with those checks. Can, can I perceive the front room? You in? You in, Carter? Yeah. All right, you and uh, Carl on top of you. No, I'm, he's like carrying me in the front. Is that what a baby Yeah, 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 still in the front. But I'm out. What did you think a baby on top? Like a, whatever. Okay, uh, moving. And he should know. This is a baby born user. I don't know. I don't think I do. <laughs> Probably not. You step through the threshold of the house, Durf and Carl, half Carl. You see a small hunched figure staring into the light of the fireplace. All around her are stacks upon stacks of old tomes on tables and chairs, torn papers, empty quill bottles. She stands slowly and turns towards you, quill and book in hand. Her face is cold. Piercing green eyes sit in dark bags as a crooked, one-toothed smile crosses her face. She writes something down, and a stack of two dozen books float upward to span across her in the air. They flip open to blank pages where deep black marks form letters from left to right, echoing these words as she speaks. And you guys hear this from outside. You're still outside. Hunted and fleeing. They found themselves in the house of the most beautiful creature they have ever laid eyes on. 
so beautiful, in fact, that they decided to stay forever. The end. Yo, you need to kill that bitch. I'm rolling through. I'm going in uh, down the front, through the door, but staying on the top and sticking to the roof. Okay. Um, Lily? Um, well, I'm outside. I hear that. I don't like the sounds of that. I don't like how this voice has suddenly changed. Um, and I, I kind of, I don't step inside, but I peer through the doorway and I say, um, excuse me. Um, I prefer a choose your own adventure style book myself. <laughs> um, and I, I really don't choose that ending. Can I, can I please go to page 72 instead? <laughs> um, give me a history check. <laughs> 18. Oh, okay. You, um, you know who this woman is, and you know this house, actually. You've seen this house before, mm -hmm. uh, and you know that there is a woman, this dangerous witch, that is said to move from book to book um, in, a, in a library. Every library has one, every magical library, and they create chaos wherever they go before moving on to the next book. And you know that she is called by the dreaded name Mother Goose <laughs> everywhere she goes. Um, and she turns to the window. You're peering through the window, is that right? Or through the door? This through the door, through yeah. The doorway. She turns to the doorway and um, she lifts her hands up and the door slams, carrying you with it inside the house. And well, that's not very nice. <laughs> and let's roll initiative. Oh, we're fighting. Well... <laughs> I'm interested in how the dichotomy of you and, and half Carl, Carl point five, is going to sort this out. Fourteen. This is my moment, dude. Fourteen for Derv. Twenty-three for Tug. Twenty-three for Tug. This is it. Carl, Twenty. Twenty. You roll with disadvantage, legless. I'm not legless. You don't yes, have legs. No, literally, he is my legs. Should, so technically, my initiative should be tied to whatever he rolls. Okay, roll initiative. No, you because you are your own individual. Right? right, but I can only attack what's, what's within range roll? of him. Right? Yeah, but if he sets you down, you got to sort it out. Just roll the fucking dice. I already did roll the fucking dice. So the mushroom that made you, or the spell that made you, like, yell, Yeah. that's only in character. Tell that to him. Macho man down here. Did you tell me, Lily, what you wrote? Nine. <laughs> okay, thank you. All right, um, Tug, you are up first. This um, creature, this witch, she's scrawling with a quill into a book, into a book. And as she does, she scribbles furiously as the door slams. And as she does, the books that were kind of spanning over her form into... Um, are huge clumps that form into fists on either side of her. These giant fists. You're up first. Um, um, I would like to try and uh, nimbly navigate my way uh, to the old witch, hopefully past the arms uh, if possible, provoking attacks of opportunity if necessary, to try and... Uh, Snatch the quill and uh, book that she's writing in away from her. 
Um, okay, give me, uh, let's see, to, let's see, you're avoiding the fist, you're running right into her melee range, right? Yeah, so give I'm on the a, ceiling. Yeah, give me a dex check first. Uh, um, well, why don't you do, well, that be, you know, just give me straight dexterity. Okay. 18. All right, um, so the fists come flying at you, and you duck under one and duck under the other, and you reach her. You're going to try to snatch this book? Yeah. Give me... Let's see if I can do anything real quick. Uh, give me a side of hand. And I'm going to combat that, actually. Okay. 18. Uh, okay, you snatch the book out. And as you snatch this book in the quill, uh, the books in her fist just fall to the ground. The, bo- the fist books just fall to the ground. Uh, Carl, you're up. With no legs. <laughs> that was an easy fight. <laughs> that was the end of our one shot. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to use my bonus action and cast Misty Step. Okay. To, <laughs> to where? Uh, to, to, to try and like right in front, because her arm's kind of outstretched with the book. I'm going to try and tr- drop like right into her arms. So she's holding me and cradling cradle me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I guess you do it. That's right. Let's we'll see if she catches Does she catch you. me? Yeah. Are you, how far above her did you? Just like right above her arms. Because like her arms are outstretched because she was with, riding with the She book drops book. you. She's not catching you. But you do it. And now you're directly in front of her. Exactly. And now I will make an attack of opportunity on those legs. Does she, how tall is she? Does she have nice legs? <laughs> She's like five feet tall. She's. I mean, to you, any like legs are nice over. legs, right? Like as long as they exist. Hunched over, but that's yeah, a good you point. Make an attack. Was the misty step a bonus action? Yeah, that was okay. my bonus yeah, action. Go ahead and attack. Swing away. I got a dirty twenty and a sixteen. Um, both will hit. Excellent. Uh, the first one, I will activate Sora's bane. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be 68 plus 5. That's not good. That's 3, 11, 19. First is 37 damage. Okay. And then the second one is 2d8 plus 5. That's, the second one is 10. So a total of 47 damage. Yep. Holy moly. Well, old lady's dead. That one. Nope, she ain't dead. All right, so you slice away at her. She backs away, and she's trying to dodge these blows. Um, she seems to have some kind of, like, magical outer shell that as you as you swing your sword, it seems to cut some of that away and not actually pierce her skin. Um, but you see little bits and particles of this sort of shield uh, falling away as you make this, make this attack. Um, she's up next, and she's just going to come right at you and touch you in the chest. Just reach out with her hand and touch you in the chest. And that is a 26. That'll hit, right? You know it does. (laughs) I just want to hear you say it. And you are going to take 16 necrotic damage. And she regains. You can tell that as she touches you and you take this, this... this heat in the chest, um, you can see some of her, basically this outer coating, regain back. And Durf, you are up. Okay, so this is like a book witch who gets her power from like books, and there's books all over the place, right? I, mean, I don't know. 
Well, but there's books all over the place, right? Yes. Okay. Durf is going to use conjure animals. He's going to summon eight giant fire beetles. And their orders are just to run around the room lighting books on fire. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely going to feel bad. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, they do. What do the fire beetles look like? Um, they're like they're like stag beetles, right? Like the big like with the fucking horn, you know, that like shove each other in on like YouTube videos. Um, and, uh, and also real life. And, and real life. Well, they you, they do it in real life, and then you to put the video on YouTube. Um, and they they just sort of like exude from like the um, you know how they've got the their wings, their carapace covers their like butts. Their abdomens would be the science word. Their abdomens like just sort of squirt fire out. So they're just running around squirting little flames on all of the books in the room to cause, a, I guess, a ruckus. And um, I'll use a bonus action to throw down a... Give me a, a, just one single initiative roll for them first. Um, I don't know what their dexterity is. Probably not very good. Plus one. Plus one would be a 16. Okay. It's actually plus zero, so 15. 15. Um, and, and as a bonus action, I will throw down a unicorn totem. Which does? Unicorn totem gives us advantage. Well, f- the, the main thing it does is if, if I use a spell to heal, um, the, the target of my healing will also gets healed for my druid level, so plus eight on any heals I use. And it also gives everyone advantage on ability checks to detect creatures within the aura. Perfect. Very useful. Um, all right, so you do that. And these fire beetles just come out of the woodwork. And they are just squirting, just squirting flames everywhere they go. Um, this aggravates her. She's furious. It doesn't look like it does any damage, but you are, uh, you are raising her temper quite a lot. All, all part of the plan. All right, Lily, you're up. Not the books. <laughs> <laughs> They're um, fake books, Lily. They're just fake books. They're, they're witch books. They're real in every in her heart. That makes them real. Um, so yeah, she's going. Where you're right in front of her. Well, like you already informed us, you're constitutional. So Lily takes you at your word, um, and. <laughs> Um, I'm going to cast Shatter. Nice. Okay. I love this. Wait, uh, what's the range on that? Because <laughs> it's a it's a ten foot radius, and I'm casting it on her. Yeah, I'm fucking dead. Guaranteed. All three of you, or you two, need to make a Constitution saving. He gets plus two. I need plus more than. What's the DC, Lily? What is my DC? I've never played this character before. Uh, 16. She rolls up two. Woo, natural 20. I'm good. All right. It's a six. <laughs> well. Uh, so that's, uh, are you doing it as a 3d8? Oh, well, my friend. I uh, Yeah, I'm doing it as a fourth level spell, so that's 5d8. 5d8, all right. <laughs> Good thing I just threw down that healing totem. Am it's I right? not going to matter. 
Okay, so that's nine. You still take half. And ten, that's nineteen. And three, so that's twenty-two. Alright, I can handle that. Alright. So what does this look like? Tug, you take twenty-two, you still? Yeah, I heard it. Okay. Carl, you take eleven. Yeah. Those keeping track at home, I'm at four. What does it look like, Lily? Okay, so there is like this sudden loud ringing noise, and it's a type of ringing noise that just like burrows itself into your brain, and it kind of like gives you a blinding sensation. You see stars in your eyes, and then you just feel this reverberation going around in your body, and it feels like it's going to tear you apart as it waves through you. Okay, so she screams. She lets out this this high-pitched scream, and as she does, you feel the power in the room, and books everywhere just fly into the air. Like, it is swirling around her, these books, and I need all of you to make uh, dexterity saving throws. 10. 15. 14. 16. 6. What, uh, what, okay. what about the Beatles? <laughs> yeah, you might as well, yeah. Plus zero. 17. 17. Okay, they all died these books. Anyone that rolled under 12, so I think it was just you two? Right? I did. And you? I rolled a 10. Yeah, these, you three, uh, you're going to take seven bludgeoning damage as you are battered by these books that swirl around in the air as her legendary action. Tug, you're up. Um, <clears throat> so Tug has the quill in the book, right? And actually, give me a, give me a perception check. Nineteen. Um, okay, you see the book. See the book, and you look down at the pages, and you see an image of the arcane tower. Okay, I was about to say I was going to start that, writing that shit to the Beatles, but don't do that. What I was going, what I was going to do. Is, um, <laughs> we need the fucking beans. Uh, da, 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 da. Doesn't Carl have those, or did he use all of them? Uh, he said there was only one bean. That's his fault. Bummer. Okay, so she was writing in the book, which leads me to believe there's... Uh, is there blank pages still? And when I'm perceiving the picture of the arcane tower? Yep. So in my mind, what I picture is Tug is writing out a very eloquent story, but it kind of turns out like how Charlie Day writes. Yeah. But it's like a Tug and his friends land safely in the library and have a peaceful afternoon. And he's just trying to scrawl away with the quill into the book and write this story. Uh, okay. Um, let's see. Give me a slide of hand check. <laughs> Handwriting check. <laughs> ten. A ten? You get halfway through before the big book flies out of your hand and goes clear across the room, slams into a wall where one of the fire beetles is. And the fire beetle is turning its butthole <coughs> directly for this book. What do you do? Um, <laughs> I scoop up a, a book near me and heave it at the fire beetle to try and right, squish it before a, it booty squirts on it. Uh, 22. That'll hit. So <laughs> what's You do damage to the, to the beetle. With a book? Yep. What is that? Oh, good God. <laughs> um... Do a 1d6 plus your dice. Use this fancy new dice here. Is that a 6 or a 1? That is a 6, so we'll do 11. 11 damage? He squished. He did. <laughs> All right, you, sn- you slam his book. Yep. 
just right against the wall. And um, Carl, you're up. I'm doing a lot of work for like no value. <laughs> uh, having just completed uh, my divine smite in uh, my follow-up attack, uh, I come around w for another attack with Sora's Bane. I can't believe this is going to happen <laughs> again. I this is embarrassing. Crying. Would you right explain Sora's Bane to everyone before? Sora's Bane is my sword, and at the beginning of combat, I have to roll a d8, and whatever round that equivocates to, which is in this case the second round, I cry uncontrollably and don't get to take an action. <laughs> and it always happens at the most opportune of times. <laughs> so yeah, that's my turn, guys. Sorry. Um, Looks like we're gonna die here. All right, yeah, it's uh, it's this woman's turn, this witch, and she is going to reach in her back pocket and pull out another quill. She's got multiple back there, and she points it into the air, and this ink begins to spread out from it and form into a horde of black ravens who rush at Durf, who summoned these beetles that are destroying her books. And dirt. Uh, does a 14 hit? No. Okay. These ravens swarm around you, but you're able to fend them off. Menacingly. Menacingly. <laughs> uh, and your fire beaters are up. They still squirting? Hell yeah, they're still squirting. Okay. ABS, always be squirting. You're up. Uh, um... I don't fucking know. Wait, so the it, does she have the book in her hand or no? No, the book flew out of his, uh, Tug's hand halfway through his sentence, and it's clear across the, the other end of the room now. Okay. I will do a move. Um, no, I'll, I'll try and go grab the book. I saw, I saw Tug writing in it, um, and I, I'll grab it. I'll grab the book. Do I have a... Wait, is the quill with it? Do I have something to write with? Um, it's a good question. I don't think... No, I think Tug still has the quill. I grab the book and I toss it to Tug okay. to finish his magnum opus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me a... Um, give me a... Give me a dexterity attack roll on Tug. Five. You chuck the book in Tug's direction but it lands directly in between you, and you two are 30 feet away. So it doesn't get to him. It's halfway through. Half, okay. Halfway there. Was that my action? Yeah. You rolled a five. I will then be done with my turn. Okay, Lily, you're up. <laughs> I cast Mage Hand mm -hmm. and pick up the book and hand it to Tug. All right. And uh, t that's your action? That's whole whole turn? Yeah, all right, Durf, this hand or Tug, this hand comes out of nowhere as you see Lily cast this, and the book is now back in your hands. What do you do? We finish. We finish the magnum opus. <laughs> we and uh, and everybody has cake. Is the last line. So what you were T Tug and you Tug okay. and his friends are on their way back to the arcane tower in the library to enjoy a dandy afternoon. Book's gone. Oh no, bring it back. And they all had cake. <laughs> and, and legs. 
Nah, I ain't worried about that. <laughs> and as the quill touches the period at the end of the sentence, the book hums and glows, and the four of you are sucked up into the air and blue skadoo yourself back into the book, finding yourself in the arcane tower with legs and a shit ton of cake. Did we bring oh, Eugene with us? You yeah, had him yeah, the whole time. Really that that okay. was the first thing that happened. The end. Yeah. Yeah. We did it. Are we stopping the? Yeah, stop the recording.